Welcome to the SoCal Summer Swing Out Podcast. I am joined by the wonderful, the lovely, the entertaining, and talented Joanna <laughs> Melly. Hi, friend. Hi, friend. By far the best introduction I have ever received. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm very glad that you're here. For those of you who don't know Joanna, you've probably seen her in some uh, YouTube videos, some competitions here or there slaying it left and right um but before we go into that you wanna feel free to give us an introduction of who you are an introduction of who i am okay um my full name is ioana surmelitersopoulou I, i was born and raised in athens mm. um which is i always call home and it always feels like home people ask me sometimes and um LA feels like home but Athens mm-hmm. is all you know home um I grew up there I have a younger brother I studied abroad um I spent a few years in London I did my undergrad there in uh, theater arts mm-hmm. then I shot a film and then I came to LA because I wanted to do a master's degree in acting for film specifically mm-hmm. and that's kind of what brought me to LA, uh, which originally was supposed to be for a year or two, but it's been a uh, 13 years counting. <laughs> <laughs> um, what else do I tell you about myself? I love to travel. Mm-hmm. I love to dance, which we're going to get into. I know mm-hmm. I love to bake. I have a huge sweet tooth. Mm-hmm. Um, and as much as I love acting for uh, my career and work, so to speak, I yeah. find it difficult to do it with like a murder mystery party. This is just a fun fact I was talking about. A murder mystery party is actually challenging for me because it's all with people that know me so well. Oh. <laughs> so there's oh. something about me. Okay. Oh, the, the one that's coming up. That's right. We can't talk about it. Love them, but we can't talk about it. Don't ask what the character is. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I have an idea who it is, but I can't I can't say it. Okay. Um quick shout out to Bianca. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, which is tomorrow, her actual birthday. Tomorrow. Your birthday is actually tomorrow, but happy birthday to you. So I want to talk a little bit about what you had mentioned about Greece being home because you and I have this similarity. We're not, neither of us is like American, right? So like, how did, how was your, what was your experience like going from Greece to London to then here and being here for 13 years? Ooh, so um, first off, I want, I knew that I wanted to study abroad while I was still in high school. I had done some exchange programs and things like that. So I'd been abroad and I really liked the idea. Mm -hmm. So I decided to actually, as much as, I mean, I loved Greece, but I wanted to go out and experience new cultures and be, you know, surrounded by new people and ideas and everything. So going to London was easy-ish, really close to home. So I was back there for like, you know, all the holidays. Yeah. London was really fun. It's a, it's an exciting city. There's, there's so many things to do. And of course it's very, uh, it's like an artistic hub as well. Theater is Mm -hmm. Um, so 
I enjoyed it. I would not live in London. And that is the reason why I left. It's um and and the reason also why I've stayed in LA. So I graduated that program and then I found my master's here and I came here and moving to LA was a little harder because it was so far mm -hmm. and there's a time difference, which mm -hmm. just makes things feel more challenging. Yeah. Um, so I moved here in 2010 and um, I did not, there were no, well, maybe there were, there were iPhones back there. They had just come out in Greece. I didn't yeah. want one because I didn't need one, but I got here and I remember I just felt disconnected from being back home. Now we have like all these apps. It's so easy. Like we're just talking right now. It could be in Greece and we're just like chat. Yeah. Um, I had to get my phone and buy these prepaid cards, receipt cards, mm -hmm. the number and then call my home number. Mm -hmm. And it just, you know, as silly as it might sound, it was a process that made me feel you know, a little more disconnected from back home. But that was the very initial experience. And it didn't really, I mean, it was hard, but it was, it was fine. I got over it um, mm -hmm. quick. But being in school was great here. I was in a program that I really liked. I made mm -hmm. some friends. Some of my oldest friends are from that program. Um, and it took a while I feel like generally LA is a city that you need time to get to know and to love or just to like start enjoying. It's so big. It's so spread out mm -hmm. um, that you just don't have a sense of it, you right. know? So when I first moved, I also didn't have a car, obviously it was all very new. So it took me like two or three years to say that I'm actually enjoying, like I can see myself being here longer. Mm. Um, that being said, it's not, I mean, the weather is perfect. It's very similar to back home, which I think for me, uh, it, it made me feel, um, you know, it's, it's like familiar. Yeah. It made me feel comfortable. It's not just like, oh, it's sunny. It's what I know. Um, the trees look similar. The mountains look similar. I look around and it's not foreign. So mm. that really helps feel like you know I also belong here um but actually I wasn't till I started swing dancing that I felt like okay now I have roots in LA now like if I were to leave I would actually miss this place um which is so interesting mm. <laughs> did you because I did the podcast with Demetrio yeah. Um, if you all haven't heard that, by the time you hear this, that one will already be out, which it was really good. We did mention you. Um, oh. But uh, did you also learn how to dance in Athens or did you learn here? No, I learned in LA. Whoa. Uh, yes, I did. But um, so what happened was my friend, Lindy was fairly popular or it got popular two or three years before I started dancing here. Mm -hmm. And so uh, my good friend back home, she started dancing first. And so mm -hmm. every time I went back to visit, you know, would go out social dancing, like she'd take me to these bars and there was dancing, live music. And I would just like hang out. I never danced, but it was fun. And I remember this one year, there was a street festival uh, in downtown Athens. So they close up the streets and it's just for pedestrians and, you know, 
And so I joined them and it was her and her, like her dance crew or friends, they brought um, like a boom box or something and they played music and it was on the street and they were just dancing with each other, mm-hmm. roasting and stealing and what. And I was like, this is so much fun. I can't believe, like, I don't understand what's happening, but I love watching it. Yeah. And uh, that's what got me into thinking that if it's, I was thinking if it's happening in Athens, then it probably is happening in LA. So mm. then I went back and I looked up uh, Lindy lessons, classes and schools and whatnot, um, and slowly got into it. Now, um, when you when you moved, so in my experience, when I moved here to the States, I only had my sister and a couple family friends, right? Mm-hmm. Was the transition, was the culture shock like less since you had been to London or were there still a lot of things that you were like, oh, wow, that's very different? Um, so I don't actually have any family out here. I don't really mm. know. Um, but I'm trying to remember. I can't, I don't think that it was a culture shock for me. I, you know, considering I had spent three years already living away from home in a different environment. And to be honest, um, culture here and people here operate much closer to the way I operate, Mm -hmm. you know, like our social activities and relationships with friends and, and, um, it's different than it is in England. Yeah my experience so no I don't think I didn't feel a cultural shock um of course I always felt like and to this day I'll feel homesick um Mm -hmm. you know during the year but it's for me it's little things that are I actually here's a funny thing that happened um I was hosting some uh my really good friends from LA in Athens this past Mm -hmm. summer yeah and so I was touring them where I made like this uh, little itinerary uh-huh. uh, and where to go in Athens. And so we went out, we had two days to tour. So we went out and I was like, okay, let's go. We're walking, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, five minutes into it, this was like morning. And um, one of my friends is like, okay, so when should we plan to have lunch? When is going to be lunch break? And I was like, wait, what? <laughs> was joking but it's small things like that that hit me even here Mm. there's a lot of planning about around meal times and they're very specific and that's not how it is back home especially in the summer and especially when you're out it's like Mm. we'll just we'll stroll we'll get a coffee you know get like a pastry to go when we're hungry we'll sit down and have a meal and so little things like that do make me feel like ah those are cultural differences and mm. fun to recognize. <laughs> Did you find like a cultural difference in the swing dancing when you first started swing dancing as well? Um, not really, because I never actually to this day, I've danced very, very little in Greece. Is that what mm. you mean? Dancing? Oh, I just mean like, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Between Greece, the swing dancing in Greece. And in, because you said that you first encountered dancing in Greece on the street. Right. But yes. Found it in L.A. Right. And you yeah. said they were switching a bunch in like Greece. And then I was curious if you found like a difference between the two. Um. No, it didn't. It didn't really feel different. And again, my experience was, you know, brief, but um, the energy and the 
you know, that people brought and this idea of we're all hanging out, we're all asking each other to dance, um, the openness and this, this ease of, of talking and, and dancing. Mm-hmm. I felt like that was that translated or not translated that carried through mm-hmm. the two. Yeah. Yeah. And so speaking of social dancing, you mentioned how you started, but I don't think I heard where did you start? Which, uh, did you go to like Passion Ballroom or? I went to the Linny Loft. Ah, so Dax and Sarah. Dax and Sarah, yeah. And I think it was a year after they opened. I think I started late 2015. Snap. Um, mm-hmm. And I did, oh, gosh, it's so funny. I'm just remembering, I couldn't find something. And then my friend from Greece, I couldn't find um I didn't know how to navigate anyway, the schools. Mm. And so my friend from Greece, I asked her, you know, I said, I'm looking for to take lessons and stuff. And she's like, you should ask Stephen Shanzi. I was like, who? Mm-hmm. Stephen Shanzi like, cause they used to go, I mean, Steve still does, I think in Carini, um, they, they go and teach in Athens. There's a blues festival, there's a Lenny festival. So I was like, okay, great. So I texted, I messaged Shanzi on Facebook uh-huh. and then, Hey, my name is Ioana, blah, 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 blah. And she's like, funny thing, I'm stuck in Greece because she had some sort of um, like a medical emergency and she was totally fine. But she's like, I'm stuck there, but you should check out the Lindy Loft, Dax and Sarah. Mm-hmm. And get that's how how I ended up with um, at the loft. That's how your yeah. journey began. So funny. Yeah, that's how and- it began. The dance in a day workshop. They used to do those, so. We do a few hours in the morning, lunch break, and a few hours after you got a decent sense of what the the style was like and whether or not you liked it. I was hooked from the yeah. beginning. Yeah. I loved it. Got classes, went social dancing. Then then they left to teach. They they were teaching the entire summer and I didn't want to forget what I had learned. Mm-hmm. And at the time, not many people from my class were going out. So I was like, where can I go social dance? And I found Lindy Groove. Mm. And that was how I started with Lindy Groove. And then I just went every Thursday. Again, some of my oldest friends I met there. Um, And so like you mentioned that you were hooked. I know that some people who are listening to this are potentially people that may be interested in swing dancing or Mm -hmm. they're like just starting out. What were the elements of that class and learning about swing dancing that really like hooked you? Excellent question. (laughs) (laughs) Let me remember. Um, You know, it's funny because a lot of things, I don't know if it was my initial feeling or what I've grown to, to value even more is I can't really separate it, but um, the music for sure. I Mm. loved. Um. I liked the playfulness, which is one thing that I value. It's like at the top um, of my list. Mm-hmm. The dance where you, it's a partner dance, but there's so much room to play and create together or also individually within the conversation you're having. Yeah. That, I've never experienced that before. And I did, when I was in high school for a few years, I did a, you know, ballroom and Latin mm-hmm. dance. Mm-hmm also really enjoyed it different completely different um feel and scene so I would say yeah that ease 
um, of approaching people, the the and the playfulness and the music. I think that was probably what it was. I love how you brought up playfulness because I just did a podcast with Sarah Stembridge, which is going to come later on this month. But she also mentioned how playfulness was a core dance value. Oh. Yeah, which I think that it's, I guess that's one of the reasons why I love dancing with both of you so much is because there's so much room to play and (laughs) with other dances. Maybe it's because I don't know the other dance that well, but it's harder for me to do that with other dances. With Lindy Hop, it's so easy, you know? Yeah. And um, speaking of which, we're talking about social dancing, but you mentioned Lindy Groove and how you were able to, when you started going there, that's where you Mm -hmm. met some of your oldest friends. And I imagine that having that sense of community as someone who just moved from overseas was really helpful, yeah? Definitely, yeah. Um, I didn't start dancing until, so I had already lived here for five, almost five years when I started dancing. Mm -hmm. But what that community brought to me was definitely a sense of belonging to to a to a group of people that really enjoyed doing what I enjoyed doing. Um, mm-hmm. And it's also it's like a new world. Yeah, it's it's a new world you get to explore and you get to explore together um, because we're all different levels, but it didn't matter. Um, yeah, so it did make me feel like it was nice to know that I would go there, you know, go out, listen to the music I loved, dance and see people that I knew and I, you know, I cared about. Um, yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I, I will say that since moving here, Lindy Groove has been like a cornerstone. Yeah. For, for me, it, too. They, yeah good job of I mean it's it's very welcoming Lindy Groove Mm. is it's easy it's it's warm there's no they they do Lance and and Vicky they do a great job of keeping it welcoming yes that's the easiest way I don't know how else to describe it but just yeah that that welcoming feeling to people that have been going there for so long but to people who just show up for one class one dance um yeah it's so important i i highly i highly agree so for anyone listening who may not be from socal or listening from out of town lindy groove happens every thursday in pasadena and uh you can find more information at lindygroove.com. This just became a sponsorship for Lindy Group. <laughs> but, one, the first one talking about this either. I'm sure I mean, it's been brought up before. I mean, yeah, it's 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 a very big community-oriented space. And I feel like mm-hmm. it's really great because it enabled us to connect in different ways. For example, I know I don't think I would have met Bianca if it weren't for Lindy Groove. And then Bianca and I ended up coming and watching one of your shows, which was a blast, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> that was. Yeah, that was a ton of fun. Um, for those, well, I'll let you describe what that was because I don't know if I'll do it justice, like the one that Bianca and I visited. <laughs> it's briefly, it was a, a one-act play festival. So essentially a one-act play is a short play, mm-hmm. like about 10 minutes um people wrote them submitted them to this festival 
And if you got in, you got to perform the play on stage. So uh, that's what we did. We got into those final. Did you come in finals? I don't yes, remember. I did. Yeah. Um, it was fun. It was like a, 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 such a variety of stories and characters and it was fun. Those are always cool to do. Yeah, it was, it was really, really neat. And I, I want to go, I want to go to more, um, because that's such a, I was telling you on earlier that the acting world, it's so close, but it's so like, I don't, I have no idea what that's like. And I think we'll talk a little bit about that actually let's go into that now if you don't mind so since we're talking about acting um is it fair for me it i don't even know if this is the right term but would i be able to to um reference you as like oh you are an actress is that is or what's the right terminology yeah people use both um okay. i like you can use whichever term they're both official um i tend to uh, use actor more than actress uh-huh. really it just fits better for me it's like you know uh, I don't know a painter an engineer a, uh-huh. you know what I mean yeah 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 it's like that's the title that's the, the the category of this art acting so I usually say I'm an actor but I'm not I wouldn't ever be offended if you said actress there's gotcha. no so Joanna is an actor and she's an amazing actor, might I add. Oh, you're you- my <laughs> 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 that counts. <laughs> um, but I, I, I will say this though. I don't think I told you this, but I've actually you remember when you did so if you don't know, Joanna did a commercial for the one and only Dwayne the Rock Johnson. And I was a really big fan of doing the Rock Johnson. I think this came out in like 2016, 2017. Yeah. yeah. And I think I briefly mentioned to you that um, I had seen you there and I was like, oh, wow, she's so cool. She's going through the jungle, like all this stuff happening. And I never thought in my life that I would someday be able to call that person my friend and dance with you on a semi-regular basis. Because that, so I'm not... I'm not a hundred percent biased because I did see that performance and I was like, wow, you know, Ooh, you know what? I do remember now you did tell me this story. Um, yeah. Oh, that is so cool. That's, yeah. <laughs> but that's not the only thing you've done. So I guess the question is, what are some things that you've done in the past and what are you working on right now? I know the answer, but I'm, I'm asking you anyways. For our listeners. <laughs> for our listeners. There you go. For our listeners. Um, you know, but it's true though. I realized that um, many of my friends um, now, like through dancing or or that I've met along the way dancing, they actually have never seen um, any of my work acting huh? or anything like that. Because a lot of the work that we do early on, it's um, things that go to festivals or mm. Short, uh, short films that are on Amazon Prime, but it's not like we'll hang out and be like, oh, by the way, I did this short film two years ago. Here's a link. Go check it out. You know, mm-hmm. but you, I'm also not great at that. Um, but some fun th- I've done. I've been lucky. Um, actually, I don't know. It was just, I mean, sure. I've been lucky to have been involved in some uh, pretty fun projects. One of them being 
that video that we did for the rock that was they were just that was surreal mm. um, also because they wouldn't announce what it was when i got cast in it they wouldn't tell me until they gave me the role mm-hmm. um and then i got sick and i thought i was going to and it was going to be in the we shot at the at uh, what's it called national angeles forest uh-huh. it was super cold at night i had a fever like the week be, the a few days before we we're going to shoot and i was really worried i'm like i really don't want to i mean i of course want to do this but i also don't want to end up in the hospital yeah so i talked to the producer one day and i don't know maybe it's because i wasn't as experienced or because i was very very sick but i asked him straight up i said listen i'm you know sick right now i have a fever i don't know if he's like you know what i think i can work around it and i don't know what they i mean obviously they could if they couldn't they wouldn't have done it but they moved the production (laughs) by a week so we could shoot in the forest i was like thank goodness the acting gods and the rocks (laughs) so that was one um i got to do a uh, voiceover on a short film directed by Spielberg, um, narrated by Meryl Streep. That was surreal, like hearing my voice next to hers. And it was fantastic. Um, it's called Auschwitz. It's actually is, it was, when did we shoot that? I think 2017. Anyway, um, I've done some fun commercials. I have done my own short film, which was my thesis film. And uh, we did good in festivals. And then we got TV distribution. That was fun to see it. It's called A Little Part of You. Mm. (laughs) Um, What else? And then, well, most recently, last this past year, um, I did two films. The latest one, which you wanted to mention is which you already mentioned actually the hallmark movie yes the wedding (laughs) journey the wedding veil journey the wedding veil journey which is the last movie in a series of six Mm -hmm. very successful series um we filmed it in greece on the island of Rhodes. it was beautiful it was a fantastic experience everyone was great to work with really wonderful we were all staying at the same hotel so it was nice to you know, hang out, actually get to know people. Mm-hmm. I loved the role. I got to use my Greek accent to <laughs> Penelope. Um, and it was fantastic. And I don't get to do comedy a lot. I used to do more. I didn't used to do just more of the opportunities I've gotten are doing drama, which yeah. I enjoy doing, doing it all. But it was fun to have this lighthearted story and character come to life. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, you got to do just a tiny bit of dancing. Yeah. Did I? Towards the end. It was more like swaying, but it was dancing kind of. You're very good at this. Yes, it was. In fact, Alex, who I'm in the scene with, I'm dancing with, he played the brother. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, great, great guy. Uh, so we were dancing in the scene. He's like, wow, you have a dancer's frame. I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> great my dancing experience carries through <laughs> it, it it does and I I did as you can see I did my research because you also have this um page I think it was just your page and you had listed like advanced swing dancing as like one of your skills mm-hmm. and I was like 
yeah and i was like that's a bit of an understatement because you're you're more than that. <laughs> i feel like it's advanced is good <laughs> ad, 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 advanced i think advanced is a good one because i mean i'm i'm just waiting for the day when you get because have you been able to showcase like lindy hop in a movie yet uh no we did a promo for a film festival where we got a dance uh, mm -hmm. not yet I would love to it would be really fun that would be amazing if I ever um if I ever decide to make this movie that I want to make someday you're the you first person want to make mind. a movie oh leave something to the rest of us <laughs> you do it all you do it so well you people love you they're all gonna go oh, I'm just kidding no but, but they will all come because you'll be the star can you just I mean just just humor me picture this talking about how someone found swing dancing and mm -hmm. it would be like a romantic comedy right mm -hmm. you would be the the girl that the guy sees across the room <laughs> it's like, oh her you know actually that that actually reminds me did I tell you that I was in a movie no I was I have like what five movie? seconds it was called control out dance I know this why does that sound familiar Dax Hawk and uh, Sarah Breck were the main characters oh wait it's their movie it's their movie yeah you're in it I was in the jam circle right before Dax goes and does his solo thing in front of Sarah. What? Oh my gosh, I have to rewatch it. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was not that memorable. It was it was a a huge moment. I completely forgot about it. But that's um, awesome. Well, thanks. But all I'm saying you would you would be the star if I ever decide to make this movie. But I got other things got to do first. I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> One of those being. Um, like traveling and competing because that is also something that you do I know that we flip-flopped a little bit but we'll go back to the the final thing at the end here we, we had mentioned how you traveled to Greece right for that movie The Wedding Veil and we'll we'll talk about Greece here in a little bit as well because it has to do with your series um, but I wanted to talk about the traveling piece and traveling and competing because um I was, I remember watching ILHC when you got paired up with a buddy of mine, Mike McDermott. Mike, if you're listening, shout out to you. <laughs> yeah, what a fun dance we had. It was so evident in the way you two were like so playful and like, oh, it was so good. Aw, thanks. Um, for those who haven't, for those who, who don't know, so Joanna competes and you compete pretty regularly, right? Yeah, I would say so. Yeah. And so like uh you won ILHC Open last year? What was it? Oh my goodness. You know what? Every event has different names for the categories and I always confuse. I know, me too. Well, yeah, it does it go open advanced? It was open. It was yeah, open. I believe it was uh it was open. Yeah, I believe I believe it was indeed open. Yeah, it was the uh, open one. Okay, good. <laughs> I just looked it up and it's, I literally looked up ILHC Ioana Melly and your YouTube channel pops up, which by the way, she has, Ioana has a YouTube channel. Oh. So y'all should check that out. 
for but my chances. Yeah. First place, Joanna and Michael open draw finals. Ah, oh, my friends are so talented. <laughs> so are you. Uh, well, thank you, friend. Maybe someday. Wait, since you've done open, you have to go to advance now. Finally, see, huh? Yeah, I did advance at Camp Hollywood that year too, because this was last May. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I had such fun dances and advanced mix and match at um, Camp Hollywood. It was, uh, it was just the best. Man, that, that is. I mean, that competition is just stacked. Yeah. Like yeah. Camp Hollywood only has those two levels. So you live your best life while you're in open, actually mm -hmm. working to, and you, then, you know, once you translate, uh, tr um, wait, not tr what's the word I'm looking for? Transition. Transition. Thank you. Mm -hmm. um, at this point, I would like to remind our listeners that English is not my first language. <laughs> yeah, that's true. It is very true. I was just about to say that. How many times things just don't translate in my head. I'm like, wait, what? What am I trying mm. to say? Anyway, so once you transition, then there is a little bit of a holding period. Mm. <laughs> You're with like the all-stars of the world. Yeah. Um, you have great dances and prelims. Mm -hmm. I think some people are calling it purgatory, dance purgatory. <laughs> okay. Uh because it's a, another level but I was curious about like how you view competition because I see I know a lot of people view competition differently so how do you approach it like um, how do you prepare for it just what are your thoughts on it competing in Lindy um that's a good question overall I'll start there. I find that competitions are great motivation for me to work on things I want to get better at. Mm -hmm. I need that motivation. I need that goal. Um, and it, it excites me to, you know, to keep moving. Mm -hmm. Um, that's one. Then I remember that <laughs> my very first dance event was camp Hollywood and it wow. was, September 2016. Um, at that point, I was a baby dancer. I went with a couple of friends. Um, and Katie Frame is one of them. Mm -hmm. And I remember what, I wasn't competing or anything. I didn't know what was what. Yeah. But I remember being, watching those competitions. And my I was like mind blown by everyone. But just like watching the dancing and the energy in the room of people watching and like um, cheering and encouraging and, and being so excited, perhaps because that was my very first experience, I got really sucked into, I was like, I want to do this. Yeah. Yeah, there. Um, and I'm always very inspired by by watching people in competitions. Prelims mm -hmm. or finals, I feel like I get inspired. Um, it's I just enjoy watching it and so I would like to offer that to be that for someone else yeah 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 I enjoyed that so um that's an important part and then yeah it's just I mean it's exciting it, it's thrilling that once you start making finals and you do have that crowd cheering for you and just waiting to see what you're going to do next um or you know dancing and then 
also right after a competition, I think that is my favorite thing that that happened the past two events for sure. Um, I mean, I remember it vividly where we got off the floor and I had like all my friends would come up to us and were like, oh my gosh, that was great. We couldn't get our eyes off you. Mm-hmm. Um, the partnership. And it just means the world. It's what I like to do. I, I hope that I I hope that I do that for for people. I try to. Um, I think it matters because it's not, you know, I can't speak for other dance styles or events or anything, but Lindy and perhaps all of swing dancing, but especially Lindy, which is near and dear to my heart. Mm. It's so much about having a conversation and communication that it's not a showcase per se. It's not like, watch what I can do. Look at this incredible aerial I can throw. Look how to me, I don't know, maybe it's because I don't look at it from that point of view, but it's, it's, it means a lot when people come up to you and they're like, I loved watching you dance. They're not like, oh my gosh, that line of your, you know, your leg or the splits that you did, which to me wouldn't mean anything. But yeah. when they say that, I loved watching you dance. It means the world. And that's what I try to be, I guess. Someone <laughs> that will enjoy watching <laughs> when I dance. That's very refreshing <laughs> to hear yeah not that like people don't say that but um I I don't know if it's just my friends and like that's the type of energy that uh, we attract in the universe uh-huh. but like Sarah said the same thing is like she loves playfulness she loves competition because it well she didn't say she loves competition but she said competition is nice because then it gives you something to work towards which is I very much identify with that completely you know, hundred percent. since we are talking about goals, I wanted to ask you, like, do you approach your film career or your acting career the same way? Like you have that goal and you, you like, I don't know what, what would be like the same competition versus like a movie or something, but do you approach it? Do you have the same method for that? Um, the short answer is no, because you can't really set that there's no clear goals like that that you can set and that you Mm. know know, I can't say that oh I will be filming this movie in 10 months from now so let me work I mean perhaps yeah when I book a role then I have that goal something um to work on it but it's harder because with dancing I know that if I want to compete at let's say Camp Hollywood next year I know it's going to be there Mm -hmm. well pandemic happens knock on wood yeah I mean it will be there it will be waiting for us to register and compete and I can work towards it um it's different with acting I have to set my goals personal goals um I guess in a way I work similarly I like I like to be I like schedules and I I try to stay organized I need to Mm -hmm. be active what I do so when I'm not filming I have to be doing something to you know stay active um I will be in class I'll be working on scripts I'll I'll be doing things I don't know is that yeah I guess I practice so in a sense I practice for dancing and I practice for acting so maybe yes is the answer (laughs) 
Okay. I mean, I can see, I can see that parallel because I guess, yeah, you, it makes sense when you say that as far as acting goes, you need to book a role first, right? This may be like a super not into, I don't fully understand the world, but I'm curious, what is, what does that booking or auditioning process look like for an actor? Oh, um, so essentially we have our material on certain professional platforms, like acting platforms. So I'll have my, my profile will have my credits, my resume, my training, demo reels, and so on and so forth. Yeah. Um, My reps, my representatives, like my agents and my manager, they use that profile to submit me to castings where there's a role that, that I'm a good fit for. Mm-hmm. Casting will really like let's say a TV show is casting for their next season. They'll release the roles that they're looking to fill um, to representatives. They'll go in. They'll see. Oh, they're looking for a thirty to thirty-five, you know, white girl with a mole on her right cheek. Great <laughs> fit for this. Let me pitch her. So they'll submit me for that. If casting wants to see me, then they'll invite me to an audition. I'll mm-hmm. submit tape because these days it's mostly um, taped instead of going live mm-hmm. or film and TV, at least for commercials we go in. Um, and yeah. And if they like it, then there's a second round called callbacks. Um, and then you could be put on avail, which is, you know, they want you to keep that time, the filming time available because they're saying, Hey, it's between you and like, I don't know, two or three other people. Uh-huh. And then they for the role. It's basically the progression of it. And it's not like guaranteed, like, oh, we'll get back to you in three days. It's like a... No. No, 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 no. Most of the time you don't hear back. I'll only hear back if they want me for the role. Otherwise, I'll send an audition. I might get called in for a callback and then I won't hear back because they didn't cast me in it. Mm. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Give me an intro to you. That's the process. I feel like, I don't know. Gotcha. (laughs) So how do you, how, what do you do to, um, what do you do to care for yourself when an audition, um, when audition like doesn't call back? Like how, how do you work through that? I don't really, I Hmm. mean, I don't really have to it's part of it it's it it's part of the job mm-hmm. you know um I mean if it's something if it's like a role I really like something that is so well written that I really enjoyed shooting which has happened and it just happened like a month ago for this film and I haven't heard back um I'm like uh you know it's a shame I would have loved to film that but but that's about it I feel like by now <laughs> I don't, I don't take it personally. I've, I've, it, it is the business. My job is essentially to audition. Yeah. I got something. you. So I do my best to, to do good work, um, bring what I can give to any role. And then if it's a good fit for the story, fantastic. I think this if, is then, oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, it's a, if not, then it's, then it's not. Then they found someone who is a good fit. <laughs> gotcha. I think that this is then a perfect segue into your project, 
because you don't have to audition for your own project. That's right. That is the perfect. Look at you, Andre. <laughs> <laughs> it's as if you've done this before. Maybe. <laughs> uh, yeah, that is another thing in the process of staying active and, and, and being creative is create your own content, which they always tell us there's things that we hear a lot as actors. But um, I created this series. Um, I actually created it during like the heavy quarantine. So like late 2020, early 2021. Mm-hmm. I didn't know what I was going to do with it. I just I always have ideas that I write down. Um, so I was developing a different kind of series. I was writing about it. And then that was this idea was going to be an episode in the other series. Mm. When I thought of that episode, the more ideas I had to like add to it. And then I realized, oh, I'll just make that into a mini series. So essentially it's a series about a young woman who is forced to leave LA during quarantine because of everything that's going on. And returning home to Greece to quarantine with her parents. Mm-hmm. Um, I have always wanted to use elements of my cultural background and my work. Yeah. Um, so this was the perfect opportunity. And I think that's why I felt so inspired to do it. It was, it's, it's lighthearted, it's comedic, but very like slice of life. Mm. Um, it's called home 19. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a word play on COVID-19. <laughs> <laughs> if that is a clear. Um, yeah, and it's a mini series on YouTube. I release an episode every Thursday at 11 a.m. Pacific time. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's very exciting, uh, although a little stressful because <laughs> I didn't realize how personal a lot of that stuff was until I got so close to, until I released it, essentially. So but it's wonderful to, you know, I have my friends, um, you, for example, who watch it and text me and they say, I loved it. And if you <laughs> love it, it's totally fine. But I appreciate, you know, the interest and the support and and just, you know, the love. Of um, course. Of yeah. course. And not, I'm not going to ruin it, but you all should watch it. I'm, I, I texted you and I was like, I'm invested I need to know what happens next. (laughs) It's literally a series where you're going through this story and you can empathize because we were all there. We all had that, that home 19 moment and the working out to videos or the dancing to videos. I connected with that. That's not, that's not uh, spoiling anything, right? No, 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 it's fine. (laughs) But But I'm so glad you said that. I'm really happy because I was, that's what I was hoping mainly for the, it's, you know, it's a small project um, and I'm just really, I'm excited about how it's turned out. And I mostly want people to enjoy it, maybe laugh, empathize, um, and maybe, yeah, see a little bit of themselves and their parents or some sort of, some family figure um, mm. in that. <laughs> I, I, uh, I definitely related. Mm-hmm. Um, there was one, there's a, well, you all just have to watch it. I can't like keep talking about it because you all have to watch it. But there's a scene there where um, Joanna's character experiences like no people around. And I had that same moment um, when I was in the middle of quarantine and I empathized that because I was like, oh man, no one's here. I would love to go home 
I would love to go see my parents right now. And so when I saw that you went home and, or that your character went home and all that, I was like, oh man, that's beautiful. Like anything that's family related, like gets me teary eyed immediately. <laughs> I'm so glad. Um, it, it was funny. Oh, sorry. No, go ahead. Um, I was just going to say that. Um, wait, what was I going to say? Now I forgot. I oh, was, no, I threw you off. <laughs> um, about home 19. You know what? I forgot. Maybe it'll come. It'll come. Oh, well, another thing is that I have a couple of friends who were like, oh, my gosh, is this what it was really like? And I have to remind it's it's the type of, you know, series that it is very personal. So some people think that it's like I'm like, it's not a vlog. It's yeah. not a journal. <laughs> this is why the character is called a certain you know they have a name and yeah but absolutely it's it's inspired by you know my experience and and being with my parents back home as an adult mm -hmm. and I think you know some Greek quirkiness that that I love <laughs> yeah and I I like a, a part I like about the series is it's it's very, it's, this, this may seem, uh, I don't know how this was seen, but like the way it's edited is very palpable. Like, oh, great. <laughs> Thank you. That, that, that's awesome. That's yeah. awesome. Here. <laughs> I like, I, I thought it was really cool how you used the angles to tell a story. Um, mm -hmm. If that makes any sense. And like the way you edit it and like, that soundtrack is in my head. The dunna, dunna, dunna. <laughs> oh man, that plays in my head all the time now. <laughs> but um, if people wanted to watch it or find information about Home Nineteen, um, where where should they go looking? Um, so it's on my YouTube channel. Um, I go by Ioana Melly as an actor. So um, it's on there. If you search on any search engine, Ioana Melly Home 19, it will pop up, but it is on YouTube. Home 19, the series is on Instagram. Um, yeah. It's yeah. You can more or less, but you can find it on my website, ioanamelli.com. I have it posted there. So, yeah. That's actually, uh, yeah, because when I when I was looking for it, I was able to find your YouTube, which is also pretty darn cool. Um, but there's else on it. I mean, the series is on there, but then it's all my demo reels. <laughs> basically. Well, that too. You're to the YouTube world, Andre. <laughs> okay. Yeah. But I will say watching your demo reels is so cool because you, you like transform. <laughs> I guess that's your job. Like you have to like transform for that audition, right? Yeah, it's true. Yeah, you wouldn't have seen it otherwise. So thank you. I appreciate that. That's really sweet. Also, your website is dope. You like? Yeah. Your <laughs> eyes just like look into our souls. Thanks, friend. Okay. Well, that <laughs> I think if you need all the information about Home 19, um, I like to use the Instagram page to like uh, see what stories come out and whatnot. Um, do you premiere all of your YouTube videos? I do. Okay. Because I jumped in on the premiere on one of them and I was able to chat with Ioana a little bit. Got 
it. That was so fun. I hope more people can make it to the, I know it's like, you know, it's, they're also really short episodes. So hmm. you can jump in for the five minutes. We'll be happy to see you. Yeah. And I, I typically use that for my like lunch break. So I like to just jump in at 11 and I go say, Hey, and whatnot. Um, so you all should go check that out now. Um, is before we start doing the wrap up questions, Joanna, is there anything else that you want? I think we touched on um, mostly everything, but is there anything else you wanted to discuss on the podcast? Um, I don't know. I've never done this before. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry. We we talked about dancing, which is really important to me. Um, we talked about acting. We talked about where I come from. I don't know. Shall we talk about you? <laughs> no, no, no. I'm Paul Ray did a podcast with me. So you all can go watch Paul's cat Paul's podcast. Oh, I'll have to. I have to. <laughs> um, although I have had the idea of like having someone else interview me because some people message me, they're like, hey, Demetrius said the same thing. He's like, yo, I want to ask you questions. I'm like, you're the guest on my podcast. Like I'll do a podcast. I think I'll do a podcast there where someone interviews me. That could like, be fun. Yeah, like a, an inverted podcast where a bunch of us, our guests are on and we interview you on your podcast. Oh, snap. <laughs> oh, man. Get all the guests back together to interview me. Damn, that would be... Whew. All right, that sounds like fun. One question. One question, go. Okay, sounds good. Um, here's the other thing. So the, I asked three questions to all of my guests. So uh -huh. the first question is, uh, what swing dance events are you planning to go to? And actually, I'll even add, what like acting events or like uh, production events are you planning to go to in the future? Ooh. Um, well, for acting, I can't, I don't really. Oh, you can't I'm talk about it. No, 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 no. I'm not. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I don't have anything. I have a commercial coming out. Um, I don't have anything lined up to film right now so I can't really speak to that but I am planning on completing my series and all the marketing that comes with it which is so much work uh -huh. um, but if there's anything new I'll post about it Thanks okay. for um for dancing next I'm going to ILHC in New York on Memorial Day weekend mm -hmm. um I will definitely be at Camp Hollywood mm-hmm Labor Day weekend. And those are the the two main ones that I've planned for for the year. I'm kind of, I'm very tempted to do more. I'm always tempted, but um, I have to prioritize. <laughs> I feel you so much on that. Yeah. I also need to prioritize. I almost went to Lindy Fest and I know. Mm -hmm. I know. And Lindy Fest was so much fun. You'll love it. Just plan on it next year. I really enjoy that event. Yeah, I'm, I am definitely making a plan for next year for that. Okay. You know what? Can I just add something? Yeah. Okay. Because you asked about um, what else to touch upon. And since we're still, we talked about dancing. Um, because we talked about competing, I wanted to add that another thing that I really like about competing at events is, and you don't need the competition per se, but for me, it gives me the chance to dance with other people and practice with other people. Mm. which I really enjoy. I think it's, it's, again, it's like motivation. It's, it's, you know, um, 
a little extra where I'll call up someone that I've danced with at a different event or I met and we're friends now. We're like, Hey, this is what happened this year. I've worked with two people from out of town um, because we enjoy dancing together. And we're like, Hey, do you want to train? And um, it's great. You develop different skills. Mm -hmm. I, you really grow as a dancer, I feel like. And I just love that. <laughs> I I think that's a really beautiful point as well. I actually met Hussein through you. Oh, nice. I didn't know that. Yeah. When uh, you brought him to like that practice. Yeah. 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 When Which... he was... He was in town. Was it for minor swing or was it? Um, was it? Me too, but I, I, I forget when it was too, but. Yeah, yeah, but the group practice we all went to. Yeah, which by the way, that was my first one. I was nervous as all hell. <gasps> oh no, were you really? Oh yeah. I mean, I was in the room with what I think was like the best dancers in SoCal, essentially, you know? And I was like. Uh. uh <laughs> I will say um I think practicing is something that I've had some good good friends ask me about it who are starting to to compete um mm -hmm. also newer dancers and I think that's something that we should try to talk more about mm -hmm. maybe our community or the lessons and everything the idea of people don't know how to start they don't have a dance partner and they don't know how to start practicing. I was lucky because I met Paul mm -hmm. and we clicked. In fact, I didn't meet Paul in, in California. Did you, did you know this? We met, we met at, um, uh, what's it called? I mean, I danced with him in a mix and match at inspiration weekend. I was like, Oh my gosh, this is, what a great dancer. Yeah. And we were together in Arizona at, uh, swing dependence. Yeah. Phoenix. Um, and that's essentially when we got to spend time together and started becoming friends. And then we're like, okay, let's practice. But it doesn't just happen. And a lot of people don't know how to get started. So mm. I would put that out there if there's newer people listening that I think, I think all it takes is if you go out social dancing and you dance with someone that you, you, you enjoy dancing with, just ask them after the song, say, Hey, would you like to come early next week, you know, book the studio, come early and just dance, you know, practice a little bit, mm -hmm. uh, bring in a video or, you know, an online class that you found of someone and just do that. Uh, I think that's really important because there shouldn't be any stress around practicing. It's just practice. Oh, yes. Oh my gosh. That, that is such a good point that I really want to stress is yes, that is, um, very very helpful i think if you're listening to this and you're thinking about competing um daphne i'm talking specifically to you again this is the second time i'm calling her out in my podcast but she's wanting to compete now and i i remember one thing that blake told me he told me that if you want to pr prepare for competitions and if you want to train it's always it's better in his mind to practice with someone who's willing to practice then practice with someone who will be the perfect fit, right? Because if you practice with someone who's just willing to practice, like that gets reps in. That's a great point. That's, yeah, that's yeah. true. What a wise, wise man. Um, Indeed. <laughs> and I feel, 
I just feel so lucky that I found someone who's damn near perfect for me to practice with, you know? Oh, who, Amy? Yeah. Oh, of course, Emmeline. Oh, you guys are so, so fun to watch. I mean, you're also both such wonderful human beings that it's just like, I'll watch whatever you do. I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> I'll just watch you stand there, basically. I got you on that. You know, this is this is what Amy would do. She'd be like this, bro, you too, you too, bro. That is what you do. Um, that is so kind of you, Yuana. See, this is why I like our our friends here in SoCal. And we're we're all just it's just good people in general, you know? Yeah. Well, I think that we'll go towards wrapping it up then. Um, I have two more questions left. Not too much. Oh, no, no, no. This is the point of the podcast. This is perfect. Like, we want that. Um, where can people find more information about you on socials and whatnot? Um, Ioana Melli. I-O-A-N-N-A-M-E-L-I. Okay. Uh, yeah. Instagram, uh, I mostly post about my work. Um, so you'll see a lot of acting, some dancing. And my website, ioannamelli.com. All right. <laughs> Those are the places where you can find Ioana. And the last question I like to ask all of my guests, Ooh. I think we kind of talked about it a little bit. What is the message you want to leave for any swing dancers that are listening? <gasps> that is a heavy question, Audrey. I know it is. <laughs> uh, here is what, okay. I don't know if it's a message, but it's something that, I tried to remind myself, um, this is a wonderful social dance and community. And I think the most important thing is to remember that it is meant to be fun. Mm. Um, it's not, especially because we touched on competitions and events and all that, um, find your your meaning of the com of competitions let's say your goal with them but don't let that dictate your dance journey uh who you want to partner with um just remember that it's it's a personal expression mm. of your own self in this dance form that we're so lucky to have around and dance so yeah remember that it is all meant to be enjoyable and fun and not not stressful <laughs> I love it I love that and very much agreed with that I don't I think that's a really great way to end this phenomenal podcast episode <laughs> um, thank you so much for asking such great questions Andre it's so nice to these conversations of course Joanna. of course and um thank you for taking the time to be here everyone else thank you so much for listening please don't forget to subscribe to us on instagram or on youtube as well as subscribe to you follow myself uh at uh socal summer swing out uh on instagram as well as follow Joanna. All the links will be in the descriptions, but appreciate you all listening. Ioana, thank you for being here. Everyone else, we'll talk to you later. Bye.